Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the LaFontaine's first ever podcast with me, Kerr, Jamie and Daz. This is so new that we forgot to record an intro at the start, so I'm just jumping in quickly to give you a wee forewarning as to what to expect. And in all honesty, we're not entirely sure. There's no real blueprint for this, we don't know what it'll be about, how long it'll last, or I suppose most importantly, if we'll actually be any good at it. But as a start, we thought we could share some stories from a book Jamie wrote, The LaFontaine Solved 12 of Life's Most Common Problems. The first story takes us back to the first time we ever went to New York together as a band. We went for a thing called Scotland Week, get paraded down Fifth Avenue holding wee Scottish flags, noised up Daniel Craig, met a Mexican gang, and Jamie get tricked into smoking crack cocaine. There'll be enough rambling for me at the end of this when we have a wee post-match analysis. But for now, sit back and inhale the crack. It's about four in the morning, and I stumble to some club in the meatpacking district. I observe as the rest of the band, the managers and a few different industry types split up into three different taxis and they vacate the rank. I'm just too far away for them to hear me shouting to wait up and I choose to believe that I wasn't deliberately left on my toad. After all, there's about 12 of us and we've been drinking quite substantially at some Ponzi fashion hipster event that was truly a lot of shite. But I had the most wonderful time bamming up all these fashionistas I was kidding on him that Scotland's just about to get Adidas for the first time and the next autumn must-haves in the Glasgow fashion scene were got to be clogs. I accepted my lonesome fate and knew it was about a 45-minute walk up towards the hotel that we were staying at, just next to New York's Central Park. It was one of the big fancy ones, like the ones in Home Alone with the bellboys and the fancy trolleys with the suitcases. Unlike the wishy Liddles trolleys that only get an odd amount of wheels, they've got one or three or five. Everyone in this fucking city seems to give me electric shocks and over the last few days due to the Roman charges and my own tendency to wander off into the unknown I was getting buzzed and shocked with all sorts of electric currents. Anyway, armed with only $12 and half a packet of Marlboro Rids I put my earphones in and I had this uh, playlist I'd made in my 
favourite music to come out of New York, and John Lennon and the Strokes and the Ramones and Velvet Underground and that. I began my pilgrimage north. Being early April, the weather was a wee bit chilly and drizzly, just the same as back home. My collar has turned to the wind and there's a lovely boozy dunt giving my swagger an extra element. Smoking a fag and listening to music is probably my favourite thing to do. And getting to see a part of the city that never sleeps at a time when everybody's awake bed only adds to my contentment. There's the symbolic yellow taxis zipping up and down, the hordes beeping, streetlights flickering and a few crafty characters shifting up and down. I'm totally in my element. To me this is real New York. A million miles away from the bright lights of Times Square. It's about, well, it's about two and a half miles in terms of actual miles for Times Square, but in my head, I'm the star of my own movie. Boy, am I really starting to swagger here. People must have thought I looked mental. My low brows, my turned up collar and my stolen Harris tweed jacket. Smoke my fag. I approach this bridge and there's five or six African-American guys sitting on deck chairs. They're all looking a bit dodgy. It's like one of those bridges where you try and run through because you know there's hundreds of pigeons trying to shite on you. I don't know why I feel I need to explain what race they are, but coming from pale skin in North Lancashire, I suddenly felt a wee bit out of my depth. I'm just trying to sort of paint the picture here. My stomach does a wee flip when one of the guys gets out his deck chair and approaches me. It brings my, my macho swagger to a flaccid limp climax. I pull out Lou Reed and his sultry tones for my ears. And this guy, cool as you like, I think he must have had a Harris tweet at home as well. He says something about buying weed. And I tell him with courtesy that I've got some in my hotel room and I shan't be needing his services on this night. We have a wee bit of patter on learning where in the world I'm from. If it was news to him, I already knew. He asked me if I'd like to try some of his stuff and if I liked it. I could give him a wee bell another day. Sensing there wasn't much for me to lose, it was just a sample. I agree, thinking it'll make at least the walk home a bit more interesting. I was going home the day after the next, so I knew I wouldn't be phoning him for his illicit products anyway. I follow this guy over to the phone box, long associated with only being used in the modern world by drug users and drug pushers, and in this case living up to its expectations. Another electric shock from this metal frame rattles my bones. He tells me to look around and keep an eye out as there's still the odd person walking up and down the street in a few cars. As I turn back round, the guy has put a glass pipe in my mouth and he's going, Suck! Suck! Suck, bro! Suck! And I'm sucking. But while I'm sucking, I notice that the thing that he's burning with the lighter is in fact white. I stop sucking. Mate, have I just smoked crack? I sent him, wondering if I if I just smoked crack. He's like, dog, I thought you said you had some at your hotel. He responds, sensing my my slightly alarmed, confused, and curious expression. I was like, no, I thought you meant like a wee doobie or something. With a wee minute, exchanging numbers. Loads of that new age handshake and fist bumping shoulders carry on. Usually I'm really bad at that sort of stuff and awkwardly fumble when people greet me with none other than a, a good old British handshake or a cuddle. But tonight I was on the ball and it must have been the crack. 
I'll give you a phone tomorrow. I like him. Five minutes down the road, my approach to walking is making Liam Gallagher look like that wee boy for Jumanji that turns into the monkey. He gets all upset because his tail's stuck in his trousers. I don't think I was getting any otherworldly, life-changing, cosmic high for it, but something in my head was, was very pleased to a certain degree. Maybe a total placebo thing, I'm not sure. I was just laughing my head off thinking about the fact that I'm over in America with my rock band smoking crack as if it was normal. In two days' time, I'll be back to Groton Wars with my dad. When I got back to the hotel, I had to summon the bellboys to press the lift for me because I can't take any more electric shocks. The rest of the band were all getting ready for bed. I was saying to Karen Darren that I think I just smoked crack there walking home with this black guy under the bridge. Unsure of how you, you break that news to MD. Fuck off, they replied in unison, assuming that I'm in the wind-up. I didn't want to protest or argue, because then I'd look even more mental. So I just slink off to my, my wank chariot and have a wee think about what the fuck just happened. I slept like a baby. I never told anyone this story, bar four or five people, for a few years, because it's, it's pretty out there, even for my standards. But since I've ended up alright and knowing the depths of hell or addiction, I can look back fondly and even tell you this wee story about it. I'm also glad that it wasn't any of my friends that offered me crack in the same way you would a joint or a beer or, or whatever as that would be extremely sinister. Of course I would decline any offer, but at least I can say I've tried it. And it came to me in the form of a black guy under a bridge who put it in my mouth against my will and instructed me to suck. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I liked your American accent. <laughs> Do they sound exactly like that? Exactly like that? I, I couldn't have done that any better. That was a mad time. How many years ago was that? 2014. Six years ago. Six years ago. Man, and you're not addicted to crack? I've been after crack for six years. Yeah. Six years. I was a fun character. <laughs> Jamie Keenan, when the sticks are down, that's your autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> How you rose up from the depths of despair. Why did you keep getting shocked? I don't know. I, I, I've noticed that happened here, but I first noticed it in New York, like, just get, apparently because nothing's earthed. Ah. So it was like every time I was pressing the lift, or whatever it goes, I was getting electric shock, and I would have to do hundreds of things with my elbows. 
Press buttons and that, and that's the other folk to <laughs> press the laugh for me. I think enough banisters and uh, end it was metal. It's getting electric shocks. I still get them off quite a lot of people. I don't know if I'm just. Electrifying. Electrifying. <laughs> You're like the rock. <laughs> the most electrifying man in. Wishy. Wishy. <laughs> I've just got to say, maybe it's because I've got such a high voltage. What? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even respond to that. was crap. <laughs> I, can, I, I can vaguely remember you coming back and saying that you'd smoke crack. Can you mind him saying that? I remember you coming back. I remember I came back and I was just like, I only said to you too, I was like, I just smoke crack and you just went, like, fuck off. Like, but no, no, as if, like, just as if no, he didn't mind. To be fair, to be fair, it's no I know. On the check. Or that's just last man tells about it. As if, like, so I stopped it. as if I stopped and get a pint Aye. or something like that. Oh, right, where'd you go? Remember when we started, we were kicking about the Mexicans? Was, was, that, was that that time as well? Did you meet the Mexicans by this point? Yeah, I met the Mexicans. I don't know. Did you know the Mexicans one of the first nights? When did we go breakdancing with the Mexicans? There was a run about that time because then we moved up to the other hotel. The Friends Hotel? Mm-hmm. And then we dangled the Mexicans. Oh no, the Mexicans <laughs> went back to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that was mad. Maybe we could take it for, we'd take it for dinner. The James Bond restaurant. Should then probably then. elaborate on that. Alright, sorry, so we're, we're in New York, we we played a gig at the Mercury Lounge, was that the Mercury Lounge, we played the Webster Hall. The, the Mexicans, we met the Mexicans, I met the Mexicans one night, and they, at their manager, I was standing talking to four of them, and she... Ah, but was this prior to the gig, or did they come to the gig? They came to the gig. Is that how we met them? No, because I met them the night before, and they came to the gig. Right, them to come. so where did you meet the Mexicans? I met them outside the bar, at the... Your manager thought they were trying to mug me. <laughs> they, were, they were just saying that they were doing it for these like special Levi's <laughs> jeans or whatever. I, I they were absolutely brand new. But uh, they kept like saying that she didn't trust them. And, that, uh, <laughs> and then they turned up at the, the next night. I actually was funny with me being chummy with them. But then they turned up at the gig last night. They were right down the front and we were all bouncing about the and then I hung about with them. No, this that full night. That was the same night we were doing a showcase gig for uh, Fuel by Ramen. I mean the label. They can do that. Uh, they got the, the weed vape. Well before it's time. Well before it's time. I also remember him being absolutely astounded by Game of Thrones. But he just thought it was. He just thought it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept talking about like we'd played the show and all that, and it was like, yeah, the show was great, man. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Needless to say, we didn't get signed. <laughs> didn't get signed. We've not been back to America since. Nah. Um, but then, and then, then that night, is that the same night we went out for dinner with the Mexicans? Or did we, did we, Aye, we went out after the gig. We went to uh, the Bowery Hotel. And that's where James Bond guy, Daniel Craig and his, his missus were in, having dinner. And we're bamming them up. But then... That was also the ones where we had the big table. There was about, there was maybe about 15 years or something. Maybe more. Maybe more. Maybe less. Maybe less. Who maybe knows? Less. For the purpose of the story, there was 47 <laughs> folk there. And the Mexicans, I remember they going, yo, man, we usually do the dishes in places like this, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to go in. That was brilliant, but... They were brand new. I remember the guy said to us, because I was saying to him, 
if ever I was going to get a tattoo, this would be the night. Because I'm here with like my my best pals playing uh, a gig in New York. And uh, it was for Scotland Week we were out as well, which we can elaborate on, I suppose. But the Mexican boy said, what's it called? One of them's Leonardo. Leonardo is one of them. I've got one of them on Instagram. Uh, Where's he post? I think his name was Julian. Uh, He's he was, called Leonardo. He was Colombian. I think, I think it was actually only two of them were Mexican, but they just all get branded Mexican. He was for Colombia. He said he was a tattoo <laughs> artist. Mind. And he was going to do me a tattoo because he said there was a special energy about us. <laughs> and then, luckily, I don't know how we never went that night to get it, but he'd sent me it a few months later. It's going to be the worst tattoo drawn I've ever seen in my life. You still got it? You still got it? I still got it. I, I could post it up with this if anybody cares to see it. But it was... It, 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 to be fair, it, it creates the scene. Fantastic. Like, it paints a picture of the scene really, really well. No, no, really. No, it's just... It's it's like a, gift no, it's like a Chris Simpson artist drawn. <laughs> but he's been legit with it. <laughs> that was great, man. You thought it was brilliant. And that's where you first tried crack. So... After I last... Last tried it. First and last tried it. again? Heavy doubt it. What was the feeling? Never like? say never. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was I, I, sincere, <laughs> I sincerely doubt it. Good hey, you know, so, so, these things happen. I could be deceived again. Suck, bro, suck. We've been toying with idea of doing this for a wee while. And we just decided that we were on some downtime of writing a new album, we could just get together and regale stories from our past. Remember how we got to New York? Play. Turned left at Greenland. How <laughs> 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 the Beatles said that. It says, how did you? Who said that? The first time we were in America, it goes, how, how did you find, how do you find in America? And it goes, with John Lennon goes, I turned left at Greenland. <laughs> <laughs> but we played it, it was for, a, for Scotland week, which I think prior to going, I assumed there would be a bit five or six people there for that. Just us, really. There was thousands, I remember. I remember, like, they'd basically shut down the Fifth Avenue for us to be paraded around and all these Americans clapping and going, yeah, buddy. And uh, then we walked. We filled it up with wee flags. Wee <laughs> 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 <The> Scottish flags. <laughs> and uh, and then got you, at the end you came up and you, and we're moaning that we never waited on you, but we did wait on you. I was the morning, oh, you were moaning, you've never stopped moaning, all you did was moaning. Moaning, moaning, moaning. That's how you went to the crack after that. Aye. So, I went out for Scotland week, and then we played a couple of shows there. And, aye, Jamie smoked crack. That was New York, in a nutshell, bammed up James Bond. And then, remember you were in a club with Lindsay Lohan? Oh, aye. Adam. And Adam. A guy called Adam. Nice guy. Nice guy, Adam. Adam Franklin. Adam Franklin, eh? Uh, Does he still follow us at all? Remember he used to be? Aye. Shout out to Adam. He said happy birthday to me. Did he? <laughs> it was my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, uh, what was that? How come you were in that club? Where was that? How was I know there? I went to the basketball. My pals. I don't know. There was those folk from Aberdeen we met, and I don't think... I, I don't know oh, the mad wanker bankers. Teams. The, the, who stayed in Scottish Harlem they called that it that was when you were away at the basketball aye we had to go to that party and then we ran away 
<laughs> me and you that ran away. Me and you and I ran away. So, what, so, ran away. <laughs> so we had been at a, a Harris Tweed event. Was that that night we went to a Harris Tweed event? Kind of mind. Were they for ages? Were they like 10 days or something? I know. But you, how did you end up at the Lindsay Lohan Club? I think we just went to a club and she was, Adam, she was there him. winching a guy and just drinking out a bottle of vodka straight. And we were getting off with this guy. Is it, and we, then, were, we were just... Uh, Oh, was it Adam that said that, that you were with Gaga? Aye, he was just went, alright, cool. That's fucking class. I suppose that'll be, we could wind up and say that's mm-hmm. our, mm-hmm. that's our first ever podcast or audiobook. I'm not really sure what it was. I don't know if it'll be remotely interesting to anybody, but... It was something. It was something we done in reminiscing on it there. It's filled me with joy. How do we sign off? That would be a wee song. Go. I don't know the day song. Why are you doing this song? Can't I suggest a song I'm not doing it. Hey. Hey. I don't know, I don't like that song. Well, there you go. Maybe you do a song the next one. Aye. Yeah, people can, if they, if they listen to it, they can send us in requests for Jamie to sing a song at the end of it. And then that way we'll, we'll have a gauge on how many people listen to it. Aye. That and the stats, they'll tell us. The heavy analytics. Yeah. So cheers, thanks very much for Did listening. Did we get paid for this? Aye, man, I'll be... On the, on the Patreon <laughs> <laughs> so you know you can, just the way Wine Boy does it we could go uh, it's funny it's funny about you the listener we uh, if, you, you. if you want to send us money for a pint uh-huh. that's sound we'll set up a Patreon if you want to send us money for a pint we're appealing to your soundness if you want to send us a price of a pint or a coffee once a month then feel free to do so and we'll continue to make them or a new pair of gutties or something? Aye, just send us some, some, something. Send us something to keep us doing it and we'll keep doing it. And if you don't, it'll, it'll stop. We'll still, we'll still keep doing it. Aye, that's, sort of, that's sort of how we, we, we operate on the music game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, cheers. Thanks very much. It's been lovely talking to Jamie and Daz. <laughs> 